Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. They tell you what they know. Deuce and mo. Deuce and mo. Oh, welcome into the Juice and Mo podcast, recording this late on a Friday night after one of the most epic games we've ever witnessed, not only in Kings history, but in NBA history. Ooh. On the second night of a back-to-back, the Kings go to L.A., taking on a Clippers team that's deeper than ever. Stars galore. Russell Westbrook's got in the building now. Yeah. He's there. He's showing up, He's right? There. Well, the Kings fought. They battled. They were down 14 in the fourth quarter. They were down at overtime. They were down six in double overtime, and they escaped with a crazy 176-175 game. Are you kidding me, Morgan Reagan? Kings get the win. Incredible. Incredible. That was so fun. I was already entertained at the start of that game. We're like, oh, man, we're getting a good one here tonight. Going into the half, I'm like, ah, it's a good game. I, I Good basketball on a Friday night. I'm good. Holy shit, that fourth quarter comes around. The fight, the battle back to make sure that Malik Monk hits that three to make them go into overtime. Then you're getting double overtime. Then you're getting a King's win out of this with Sabonis fouled out. There are so many angles to this game, and I am so excited to talk about every single one. Yeah, and we're going to hang out with you guys. And it's like so much to go over when you witness a double overtime game, but a double overtime game in which the Clippers set a franchise record with three-pointers made. They were 26 of 45. The Clippers shot 60%, put up 175 points, and they lose. Just insane numbers to go over tonight. But I think tonight sends a strong message around the league. These kings, Mm. the kings showed up in a big way tonight, Morgan. Morgan, the fact that they were down in this game, double digits on the road, they're throwing the ball everywhere, right? They had like five turnovers in a stretch of the fourth quarter. It looked Uh like the game was a wrap. They kept battling. And they did it because they played with intensity. They played like a team that understands a mission at hand. And that is to end a 16-year playoff drought. For them to come out in the second and I have a back-to-back compete like this, perform like this. De'Aaron Fox saying, yeah, I'm a damn star, dropping 42 points, clearly gassed at the end of the game, still coming up big. And then Malik Monk dropping a career-high 45 points. Two Kings players with 40 or more, the first time that's ever happened in franchise history. Mm. This is insane, Morgan. Mm. This is big-time shit from the Sacramento Kings. It sure hell it is, Deuce. And, um... This is, it's pretty wild because what we just witnessed 24 hours ago against Portland, how the Sacramento Kings came out with a Dameless and Jeremy Grantless 
Portland Trailblazers team. It was shit. Everyone was disappointed, but hey, they pulled out the win. They faced adversity. All right, good job. This one, they came so locked in, so engaged, so ready to take on a team that is trying to prove to a team like the Kings, hey, we're better than you. We're going to get this done. Not for a second was I like, oh, the Clippers look like a better team tonight. And that, to me, goes to show you what type of team the Sacramento Kings can truly be in these last, what now, 23 games of the season. I mean, they are showing up. They are saying, we are ready. We are here. We are not just the cute number three team right now in the West. We're here to stay. They're now 34-25 and 25 on the season. I'm, I'm looking back at my notes, and just so you guys know, I take notes during the game, and I just want to show you the amount of just mess I have. I'm like, I don't even know where to start. I'm like writing down. These are just, that's just the fourth quarter I've stuff. got the same thing. And that is insane to go over, but I'm looking back at some of the stuff that went down in the fourth quarter, uh-huh. and... I thought the bench came in and gave them a little bit of a lift. It made it a close game. It was 131-29 with 725 to go. And then all of a sudden, it's like Batum's hit corner three after corner three. That man. It was 136-129. They call timeout. Then the Kings turn it over. Another three. They're down 10. It's like, okay, this game may be a wrap. How the hell did they do this, Morgan? I know. Some defense. Came into play. Dude, that fourth quarter. The two steals? The offensive foul? That's what's wild about this. Because I know when you look at the score, you're going, where the hell is the defense? I think even after that first half, you're going, hey, where's the defense? Clippers, fantastic job with their shot-making ability tonight. They were making everything. It didn't matter if it was contested. It didn't matter if it was in a corner at the top of the key, where it was. They were making those shots from deep. But the Kings didn't allow those shots to deflate them. And instead... When they could, they kept staying engaged, rotating over, talking to each other on the defensive end to make sure they were doing everything in their power that they could do. And that's when it started helping them late in the fourth when they started really getting those steals, getting their hands in the passing lanes. Just insane to see that stretch, right? You had it was 147, 140. Fox steal and score with 220. Then you had another steal. How about Keegan Murray? Dude, Keegan yep. had some monster plays tonight. He had some attacks, some dunks, some steals, finishes inside. The Kings end up coming to 147-142. Then the offensive foul. Yep. And the score, all of a sudden, it's a 13-2 run. It's a three-point game. Then Sabonis scores. It's a one-point game. Are you kidding me? That whole sequence, how it all went down and how quick it all went down, I mean... It was, it all felt within like a minute, right? And it was so much of it had to do with the way that they were putting the pressure on, the way that they were putting the defense, making guys half, forcing guys to make mistakes up at the half court line. And this is what I'm talking about, why it's such a big deal to me that they performed at this level is because on the second I have a back to back, when you've been competing like this, the pace was insane for this game. Yeah. You're making mistakes. You're clearly tired. For them to fight and keep competing and to just stay in it, right? You, you end up playing the foul game a little bit. 
Westbrook scores. It makes it a three-point game at 151-148 with 15.2. Fox yep. quickly scores, cuts it to one with 8.5. Fox immediately files Paul George, who's just a great free-throw shooter. Yep. He hits both. It, it's 153-150 to 150 with 8.5. So the Kings have to hit a three. And what a play. What a play. And you heard Monk and Fox talking about that play in the post game. They were talking about Jay Triano was the one to ride it out in their huddle, um, just saying how great he is with those quick three plays. And you saw a little bit of fumbling happening, and then you saw De'Aaron Fox read where the defender was going, Malik Monk rotating up. Just the chemistry between those two in that moment, in the way that he got the ball to Malik Monk, who yeah. was him tonight. Yeah, Fox, I, I thought I was like, is he going to go for a quick two here? I was I mean, worried about that. Him, and for some reason, Powell kind of shaded over to help uh-huh. away from the corner. And then when Fox goes to pass it to Monk, he's thinking that Monk's kind of near that corner. Yep. Like you mentioned, Monk relocated. The pass gets to him. He knocks down the shot. And then there was almost that wild sequence at the end where it looked like they, they almost won it at the buzzer. Yeah. It ends up going to, to the overtime. Yeah. That was um so an exciting fourth quarter, right? Like, let's get past that. Go into now overtime. High scoring game. You got guys with um getting more and more tired, right? You're seeing a little bit more uh deer and fox was showing a little bit more fatigue in these moments. Well, yeah, and you go to overtime, Westbrook hits a three, because, of course, like, the threes are pop- like Westbrook. His first three. Okay, he hits a three, because for some reason against Sacramento this year, he can Loves. knock down threes, 29% on the season, but knocks him down against the Kings. They go up four at 160 to 156. Then Sabonis fouls out at 309. Tony Brothers, if the Kings lost this game, Tony Brothers... What awful calls tonight from Tony Brothers, Morgan? I, you know what? I'm not awful. even going to go with awful calls, but that call against Metu when he took the charge. Oh, yeah, that one. But Sabonis had some cheap ones tonight, yeah. too, where you're going. That was the fourth foul. I did think Mike Brown made a mistake. When he picked oh. up his third, he should have taken him out. And then he picks up his fourth quickly. Yep. But then he fouls out, and you're like, this is what we're calling the, the foul out was fine, but yes. it was the it was the, the lead up to that foul out where you're going. You got to be kidding me! Even, with some of these ticky tack calls. Well, even that fourth foul that they called that Mike Brown challenge, which was that offensive foul. <laughs> I do the air quotes offensive foul. Um, that he, they said he was screening right, and it just looked like he was coming down the lane. It's challenge and it's an unsuccessful challenge it was just a little bit of bullshit there but whatever i don't need to dwell too much on that because the king's got the win yeah but the, that's the other thing with sabonis fouling out tonight you need other guys to like okay what are they gonna do this backup five situation has not been great the motion you saw Miles, is different you saw metu in there both guys held up they, they did. held up i thought metu had a couple of nice tip outs rebounds just such a gritty win. When Sabonis ends up fouling out in early overtime mm-hmm. and you're down four, what are you going to do? Insane. Actually, the, the thing that really irritated me right after that, so then Paul George gets fouled. He goes to the line. Paul George misses both. And then Metu, not a great box out. And the Batum came in and put that in. Yep. It's 162-156 after you that. You got to stand your ground if you're Metu. But then he made it up. Uh, yeah. Scored the bucket, mm-hmm. did not complete the and one. Then you had uh, Monk, that nasty dunk in what, transition. What was he tonight? Oh, my Monk, God. When he goes up for this, like, 
it's not even a double punk that he's doing. It's he's cartoonish with the way he stays up in the air and makes some creative throw down happen. Like he throws it down with authority. He's not laying that shit up. He is throwing it down. And every single time I'm just like, what just happened? I do want to pause real fast yeah. and just acknowledge something. What? We have reached record wow. night chat viewership tonight after this Kings win. Uh, combined nearly 1,300 people watching us live late on a Friday night. Give me a hell yeah. Dude, thank you guys. Make Appreciate sure it. if you haven't hit the thumbs up button. It just helps the channel grow. Click that thumbs up button. It helps us grow. Make sure you're subscribed. We just surpassed 10,000 subs. Our chase is on for like 100,000. Yeah, that's yeah, the that's goal. the next goal. Yeah, we're, cool, cool. yeah we're, that's just the uh -huh. very next one. Yeah, yeah, totally makes sense. Um, Yeah, so going back to overtime, Met 2 um, makes up for it, obviously, with the way that he got the bucket on the other yeah. end. And and so after that monk dunk, though, that cut it to two, uh, how about the offensive foul? HB sold it a little bit. Norm yes. Powell with a couple of offensive fouls in this game that were costly. So then Fox ties it at 162 uh, apiece. Then that's when the foul happened where Metsu, that clearly should have been an offensive Takes foul. A charge. That's a swing play in the game. Huge. Huge. They call. How did Tony Brothers miss that? He didn't miss it. You know exactly what happened. PG 13. You know how this works. We went over De'Aaron Fox's free throws, free throw numbers today. Since he's been an all-star. And before he was an all-star, it was a big difference how many more times he's gone to the free throw line. A little bit of a conspiracy theory right there with refs calling it just because he's an all-star now. That's a bad call. But That's at the a same time, call. you're seeing that happen. Tony Brothers made that call a block before even, like, it happened. Like, he knew that was going to be a foul on Metu before he was going to call a charge. So, yeah, bullshit call. Got it. That was bad. But the Kings, hey. They didn't give up. I mean, Fox even had a turnover after that. Look, like, uh, it was a crazy sequence. Yeah. When the ball went off Fox, you could just tell those were the fatigue moments, mm -hmm. right? Like, he just wasn't dribbling with authority. Uh, just clearly went off his hands in the baseline. Uh, and then you had, that was the other one that you saw the fatigue come in. Fox, that floater on Kawhi. Kawhi gets a little piece of it. Uh, it was a little bit of an air ball there. And it was... I mean, you're kind of frustrated. You're like, no, what just happened there? But at the same time, second night of back-to-back, -back, fastest guy in the league, he's trying. He's giving his all. He's the one that you're usually just jumping on his back and going, but other guys stepped up. Just insane. Just insane. And then, what, Monk missed that deep three. Mm-hmm. Metsu was able to get that rebound, then Monk was able to get that second chance of basket right. He headed to the line at, after that point. So... We ended up going to double overtime, and that was insane, too. I mean, I just, there's so many big plays in this game, and it's weird that in a game where you see so many points score, the second highest scoring game in NBA history, you can point down the stretch to some, like, key defensive plays. Like, Fox had a couple of big plays. Fox knocked the ball away from Plumlee. That was huge. Never thought that we'd be talking about the Kings defense in a win like this. It really came down to their defense and their hands getting into the passing lane. Then really disrupting the Clippers offense at the end of the fourth, at the end of overtime, and then at the end of the game in double overtime with the way that they just made sure that they would gain the possession back after they screwed up a few times. Um, 
they just had that will tonight. They just wanted it so bad, you could see it on the defensive end. Yeah, and I thought a couple of key things that happened late, too, is, like, Paul George wasn't playing at the end of this game, and I think it might have been, like, a minute restriction thing, which is weird because he ends up playing 40-something minutes. You're going, okay, what was the minute restriction then? Whatever, he's not playing at the end. And then Russ Westbrook fouled out, so they go with Eric Gordon, and... Hey, Westbrook in his debut was able to create some things tonight, right? And you see the potential with him. There's a couple of plays he was working off ball, and you're like, God, this is a Westbrook we didn't see at all with the Lakers. Yep. With this system, with Ty Lu putting him in spots to succeed, Russ had some nice plays creating for others today. Oh, I'm yeah. trying to look. He ends up with 14 assists in his debut. I didn't even look at his number. 17 points. He had 14 assists in the game. He did have seven turnovers. But with him out of that game, without Paul George... The Kings defense took advantage of that, too. Absolutely. I mean, you saw just the way this game started. The Clippers' pace, night and day difference. Mm -hmm. Russ pushing the ball up, everyone running with him. He'd go downhill, find the open guy on the outside, and, of course, they were hitting every single damn three tonight. Then you saw, like you're saying, toward the end of the game, obviously, when he fouled out, everyone's a little bit more tired, too, but that wasn't the identity anymore. It wasn't Russ just finding a lane, driving in, and kicking it out. Also, he did a great job of finding a lane and then just taking it to the rack, right? Like, there was, I forget which which time, oh, I think it was him on Keegan or whoever it was on Keegan um, that just took it straight to him. You know, they recognized the personnel. They knew who they could go up into against, get physical with, and just get an easy two with. Here's a, you want some insane stats from this game? Yeah. You ready for some of the insane stats? Yeah. So the Kings win 176, 175. They shoot 58%. They put up 111 shots in this game. They're 18 of 41 from three, 28 of 35 from the free throw line. How about this? The Sacramento Kings tonight had six players with two or more steals. No shit. HB had two. Keegan had two. Keegan also had 15 points on seven of 12. Kevin Herter had two in 21 minutes. De'Aaron Fox not only had 42 points, he had 12 assists, five steals tonight for De'Aaron Fox. He Nuts. won the defensive player of the game chain. Uh, Malik Monk, he didn't have a steal. My bad, I was looking at the wrong one. What's above him? Trey Lyles had two steals. And Metu playing the passing lanes late in that game. He yeah. had two steals as well. And for someone like Chemezi Metu, um, I love seeing when he's locked in and disciplined on defense, especially when Dude. he had to step up big. Because even on that sideline out of bounds play, when Batum yeah. was taking it out and he was just jumping up and down, like that's why you keep a guy, a big guy, on the ball. Like you don't waste that, right? And they just did a great job. He tipped it. They could barely get it in until they finally got it into Kawhi on the next time. It's weird when you're trying to reflect back on a game I like know. this immediately after it happens. And I appreciate you guys in the chat, too. You guys can hop in Twitter spaces if you want to talk. I'll also drop the Discord link if you guys want to use your voice and, and chat with us. But, like, this game, we how about Kawhi Leonard in the third quarter had 21 points? He had 21 points in the third oh, quarter. Well, he was making every single three. I, the every single three. I thought Kevin Herter had a great tweet after the game that, like, really says it all about what we witnessed tonight as basketball fans and that was just the quality of play this is coming from an nba player i love that and here's what he said after my have been the highest level of uh, level game of basketball i've ever been a part of both teams shot making execution everything 
light the beam. I even saw our guy, uh, Kenny Caraway from a D and KC yeah. had a tweet and I completely agree with what he said about this. It was, you know, everyone's talking about the defense and, Oh, come on. This, this is just bad. This is just an all-star game. I'm mm. trying to find the tweet. He was tweeting so much, but his point was like, this was high level basketball. It was, this wasn't like, Oh, you can go ahead and, uh, just lay things up. This is yep. going to be Kawhi Leonard had two guys on him bearing threes. Kenny tweeted, I swear to you, this is not bad defense tonight. These two teams are hooping, and that's what it was. It was a special game tonight. And you could feel that. And that's why I say with the shot-making ability, right? Like, if you were to look at this box score the next day, you're going, holy shit, where's the defense? When really it was like, oh, no, these guys were making contested threes. There was also defensive breakdowns on both sides. Dude, like, of course. I mean, you're going to see that in these games, especially when you're playing against a team like the Sacramento Kings, who are not one of the best defenses, but not one of the best defenses, and most of your guys got a steal tonight. Dude. You got the W, and a team scored 175 points on you, and you still won the game. 125 points, and how many threes? It was uh, 26 of 45 from three-point land, 57, <laughs> almost 58% from deep yeah. for the Clippers. Kawhi had 44 points, 16 of 22, 6 of 9 from three. Paul George had 34. He did that on 8 of 11 from three. Oh, Batum, 5 of 10 from three. Powell was 5 of 8 from three. And then can we get to the thing that really won the game for the Sacramento Kings? One of the other things that really won the game? Yeah, I'm curious where you're going to go with it because I have one thing, too, that I have circled right here. Points in the paint. Well, the points in the paint were absurd. The Kings had 88 points in the paint. My God. But this stat was actually one that jumped out to me. What? We talk about the Kings with the steals tonight. Yeah. All those guys with two or more. The Clippers had 25 turnovers tonight. This King scored 42 points off those turnovers. Capitalize, baby. Let's go. That is... Oh, I'm so I'm so fired up. All right, up. <laughs> we, we kind of went over this brief summary of what happened kind of yes. at the end. We talk about some of the insane numbers. Let's go to the individuals. Tonight. Okay, okay. I want to start with Malik Monk. You got it. Are you kidding? <laughs> Are you kidding, Malik Monk? And that's our analysis. 45 points, a career high. He had six assists in the game, 15 of 24 shooting. He knocked down six of 12 from three, including that one at the end of the fourth quarter. And 9 of 10 from the free throw line. Uh, it it was... You know what I love, too? What do you love? De'Aaron was clearly gassed at the end of this game. This and he is was what like, I love. Some NBA guys are like, it's, I'm the guy. I'm going to go get mine. He went, oh, my Kentucky Wildcat right there? My guy mm -hmm. is cooking. Here you go, Malik. Go do your thing. Yep. And that's what I think makes this team so special is the fact that the Kings have all these guys because they, they've had seven or more players, seven players this year drop 30 or more. And you have a guy like Malik Monk at your disposal who comes off your bench tonight and drops a 45 piece. And then it's your teammates recognizing, like you're saying, the special style of play that's out there. How many times do we talk about Malik Monk and his chaotic energy and, oh, how we love when he keeps it under control? It wasn't even chaotic. It was so under control tonight. Uh, there was a time he even had, he made it, he came down, made a three. I forget which overtime it was. He came down, made a three. Uh, I think De'Aaron had got it to him, and then he had a heat check three. Yeah. It was a little yeah. bit, from, but I did, and it was late in the game. But it was like 
No, no, no. That wasn't even a bad shot in that scenario. You're feeling good. You're making everything like it's a good look for you. I get it. Um, at the same time, it wasn't just the way that he was shooting from deep. That was so nice. It was the little things that we're talking about. The way that he would relocate with De'Aaron Fox to be open for him. The way that he would move without the basketball or run his lane when someone would get a steal and just keep running the floor and find a way those two connected in an alley-oop. I mean, they looked so locked in and fantastic together tonight. I know we're talking about Malik Monk, but truly, when you have a teammate like De'Aaron Fox that is willing to pass it along and be like, I need you here with me. Meet me here with me. Oh, do this with me. That's exactly yeah. what Malik Monk did. He stepped up tonight in such a huge way. And I thought also, even earlier in the game, we're focused so much on what he did late. But, dude, he had that two-man game rolling again tonight with uh, Sabonis. Oh my god. They had it going. That I mean the just pick keeps and roll. Better. They had nothing the, the Clippers had nothing to stop that pick and roll and then Sabonis was like, "Yeah, you've been setting me up. I'm going to set you up for a three ball." So like that was cool to see their chemistry continue to evolve and you're just seeing how impactful Malik Monk can be out there. I just thought there was I'm looking back at my notes right now even in the third quarter the Clippers start the half in that 3-2 zone, trying to throw the Kings off, especially with what they were able to do in the paint, try to give the Kings some different looks. Kawhi starts the quarter, of course. He, that was his big quarter where he had 21 points, did yeah. not miss a shot, hit like five threes. But, dude, it, they, they got down double digits. You're like, all right, what's going to happen? They kept fighting. I, Keegan had that push and dunk. Then Keegan had the block. Remember the monk to Fox lob? That's what I, well, yeah, that's what I was talking about when I was yeah, talking about their connection. I know. It's, I mean, it's just insane. And I loved Brown got so fired up after that Keegan, uh, blo the Keegan steal and dunk. Yes. Dude, he was so fired up after that play. There was a timeout and he's like, let's fucking go. Yep. And you just, this team, man, you just feel the vibes around it. And we've been talking about all year about the chemistry. All these guys like to hoop. These guys care about each other. It's not a perfect team. They're not going to win a championship this year. No. It's not about that. It's about a team that for the last 16 years has been abysmal, has been a joke, has not made the playoffs when you play in a league where over half the teams make the playoffs. Facts. And this year, with the West being so tight, with people saying, hey, they're not playing great basketball before the half, they come out of the gate, they beat the Blazers, the shorthanded Blazers, and the second I have a back-to-back, -back, they show up like this against this squad. This is a, a Clippers team that, although may not be as locked in defensively mm -hmm. at this point, but they were still 11th in defensive yeah. rating headed into tonight. They went on the road and dropped 176 points. Like, Wait. wait I just want to say one more thing, yeah. Morgan. I think so many times when we talk about this Kings team, we always spend time talking about their weaknesses, which is clearly defensively at times, Absolutely. right? Stringing down consistently. Back up five. Yeah. Yeah. This offense is legit. This offense is real. This offense has a guy in Fox and can get whatever he wants. Well, and this is where I want to go with that because you talk about the Clippers being 11th in defensive rating. You might look at that and go, oh, like they're just right there. You guys, they got individuals as defenders that are elite. Paul George, Kawhi Leonard. Yep. I mean, what they have done 
defensively on their resume in their careers is incredible. And we talk about how many times we'd love to string together a few more individual players that are known for their defense, but then that can also be two-way players. Yes, that's great. That's why there's not a lot out, a lot of them in this league. And the Clippers have two of them, and the Kings offense still, still found a way to dominate and find a way to score 176 points and find a way to score 88 of those points in the paint. Nice. Get in the paint. It's not easy. And they got there. Stat Muse put this out. The Kings have the best offensive rating in a season in NBA history. Wow. Look at that beam. It's a different day and age in the NBA, yeah, right? Yeah, it is. Oh, it, it's just, it's wild to see what they're able to do. By the way, uh, Malik Monk's 45 points tonight. The most points off the bench by any player in a game this season. That's ridiculous. And was that his, that was his career high tonight. That's his career high. Yeah. Yeah. And then the other thing they put out that uh, the Kings were down by 11 points with three minutes left. De'Aaron Fox scored or assists on 13 of the Kings' final 17 points to send it to overtime. Uh, just, okay, we talked about Malik Monk a little bit. I want to talk more about De'Aaron and just like we were talking about this offense and their ability to score so many points on the Clippers tonight. But you look at De'Aaron and how and why he's such a big part of that. The way that this that any defense in this league collapses on him and tries to stop him, and he still finds a way to get a floater, to yeah. get all the way to the rack, to get a midi, to somehow still knock down an outside shot. It's just, it's everywhere, Deuce. Morgan, the other thing about tonight is they were trying to deny him, right? Like, <laughs> the Kings were inbounding the ball, but Toom's like, you're not touching it. They were like, you're not touching yeah. the ball. You've been this good. We're not letting you have it. They threw everything at him. And then on the flip side, there are times tonight Brown's like, you oh, you got to go defend Kawhi Leonard. Like, this guy's cooking. We need to throw different looks at him. You got to go ahead and try to do that. Oh, by the way, you got to carry us and score buckets. You may have to be on PG-13. It's been incredible. And then Will Z put some stats out tonight. Fox tonight in clutch time. Nine points, five assists, two steals. Fox's totals in clutch time this year. First in points with 157, 17 assists. That's 13th and seven steals tied for third. He's doing it when it matters most. It's been special to see what he's been able to achieve, Morgan. And then you look at the stuff that I know you love is seeing what he's done in the restricted area. Uh-huh. His restricted area field goal percentage now sits at 75% on the season. In his last 10 games, Fox has shot 31 of 35 88.6% in the restricted area. Dude, it's insane how he gets where he wants to get on the floor. I mean, you know how frustrating that is for other teams and other coaches being like, hey, you got to keep this player out of the paint. How many times, how many years have you heard a Kings defense year after year after year have that problem with so many different very talented individuals in this league, right? Like, they still have that problem, of course. It's so fun having one of those guys on your squad that can alter a game plan for an opponent, finally. And then the other thing I just wanted to mention really quick was yeah. when Will Z had those crunch time stats uh, and clutch time stats, and he had the steals. The steals is what stands out to me. I mean, you have 
your leader who is not only making everything on the other end, getting into the paint, but is working his ass off on the defensive end, putting the perimeter pressure that we have talked about for so long, putting that perimeter pressure on and turning them into steals. Just amazing work by De'Aaron Fox this season. I know we've played it before the podcast, but for those who are just joining us, listen to Malik Monk, De'Aaron Fox, after the game being asked about this new look Clipper squad. What's the statement that you guys have made tonight as the Sacramento Kings? Uh, was it talk, was it thoughts about Westbrook or was it thoughts about us? Because I don't give a, I don't, I don't give a fuck who's over there. Yeah, we ain't worried about that. It doesn't matter. We're yeah, some, man, we here. We you here. see, you see the league, the talent in this league. There are a lot of talented teams. Obviously, he added talent to this team, um, but we come in, we worry about us. We here too, though. We coming at everybody for sure. Coach said before the game. We here too, though. We here too. Like just Morgan. Pure confidence. We haven't heard that Mm-mm. from this team. Mm-mm. This this team, there's a little bit of a stuff that happened tonight. I think they they believed in themselves, but I think walking into that locker room tonight, realizing what they achieved on the road in this type of environment against this team, and they win that game. Mm-hmm. Come on, remember in uh, on. right after All Star break. During practices before the first Blazers game, Mike Brown was being asked questions and he talked about how we're now the hunted. Or maybe that was Anthony Slater's piece. Um, We're the hunted, you know, like we're hunted. And people thought that was a little dramatic. They're like, I don't know if it's you, you're the hunted. After a game like this, I mean, I can confirm they will be the hunted in the Western Conference. You're seeing how the Grizzlies are dropping. Obviously, the Nuggets, they do what they need to do. The Kings are right right there. The Kings are (laughs) a game and a half. Holy shit. A game and a half behind the Grizzlies for the number two seed in the Western Conference. The Grizzlies are 4-10 in their last 14 games. And coming up in their next two games, they're home for the Nuggets and the Lakers. So, it it was a wild one tonight, Morgan. It was an absolutely insane one. Here's some more uh, images after this game. So, chain goes to... Wait, they have a fog machine going? Everyone's got a fog machine now, dudes. Yeah, I guess. You know what, man? It's a Friday night. It's a Friday night. The Kings won, Morgan. It's 176. 175. Double overtime win. Ah, victory fog. Let's go. Did you just have, like, fog machine FOMO watching? (laughs) Yes. It's so. It was so much more yesterday. I'm really proud of you for uh, keeping it to a minimum. I think I need more, more fog. Is that it. why? Yeah, yeah, I think that's what happened. <laughs> I think that's what happened. You had fog machine FOMO watching their locker room footage. I you did. good? We got we got some. 
You good. I just need a little bit of that. You got you know it. You're good. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We need to talk to peop- the people in a few minutes. We got people lined up wanting to talk about this game, of course. Uh, what else do we have to hit on this one, Morgan? It's just there's so much to go over. I feel really overwhelmed right now. That's why we should probably talk to people, right? I love that you just went back I'm and sorry. forth to two sorry. different things. So I would like to talk about one more thing. Yes. If that's cool with you. Yes. Thank you. Um, Domas Sabonis, we touched on it. Everything that... <coughs> fog just, machine, sorry. Just a little fog. Just a little chemicals. Um, just let's everything in. that happened with obviously uh, getting into foul trouble... Thought it could have been managed better by Mike Brown and the coaching staff. Again, you're trying to win this game. You want to leave him in there. You want to trust him. It was just tough to see him get in that foul trouble early. I'm glad that he lasted as long as he did. But we knew that it like that it was going to be dangerous when that sixth foul was going to come around. But what was so wonderful about it, the identity of the offense didn't change, um, even defensively. They just, people like Chemezi Metu, Trey Lyles, like guys were locking in. I just, I I loved not only the way that the bench produced, obviously with scoring, you know, Malik Monk being a huge part of that, but with the way that these guys stepped up with that same type of starter mentality. Yeah. And I've been tough on Metu and he wasn't perfect tonight, but the fact that he can come in and give you eight points, nine rebounds, two steals, out of those nine rebounds, four of those were offensive rebounds tonight. Hell and so yeah. that's big time stuff. Kings won the second chance battle 12 to seven fast break points tonight. That's something else we should talk about. I felt like at the start of this game, this whole game, this was the Kings pace. Yes. Right? Yes. The that's Clippers, what we were talking about. The Clippers do want to play faster now. Mm-hmm. And I think that's based on some of the moves they made, including adding Russell Westbrook. But the Kings want to play fast, right? They want to get out and go. Sacramento had 41 fast break points tonight, Morgan. 17 of 24 fast break. Points in the paint, 88 to 48. The Kings in the paint were 44 of 63. So this wasn't... That's another thing I want to bring up, too. The Kings have been a three-point happy team. This is not a game in which the Kings knocked down, like, 27 threes. Like, the Clippers knocked down 26 or whatever. The Kings, it was respectable. It was a super efficient. It was 18. It was just tremendous balance. In the paint, fast break, yep. getting to the free throw line. The only guy that really struggled at the line tonight was Fox. Six of 11. I'm not going to hate on him too much for this. The guy scored 30 or more now mm-hmm. in six straight games after having 42 tonight. This is another game in which he's got double-digit free throw attempts. In fact, since he has returned from missing time, because the baby was born, rain. <laughs> yeah, um, I think he's averaging double digit free throw attempts wow. since then. Wow! So it's he's been really, really productive. Wait, so is this his six consecutive yeah. thirty yeah. plus point? Ga- wow, dude, just um, just truly on another level. But I really think as a team, uh, defensively, yeah. what you're seeing from the squad is hey. Even if you don't have the best individual defensive talent, you lock in defensively, you have the right system defensively, you stay disciplined and buy in, shit's going to work. And it's working right now. Um, in the chat, we're, we have so many people chatting. We appreciate you guys. I feel like I've been ne- neglecting you guys in the chat because we've just been blabbering here. But we appreciate you guys. Uh, SB says we should check Monty McNair, the GM's um, Twitter. Let's see what he has to say. Let's see what he has to say, huh? 
Well, not sleeping tonight, Beam Team. Okay. I don't know if that was worth, like, letting us know. I thought there was something outrageous maybe he tweeted. But, you know, I, I'm not mad at you because uh, the Kings the Kings definitely uh, won tonight. How can you be upset? Yeah. Um, Kenny says, in Fox, we trust. Stockton says, Fox is a superstar. Yeah, one other thing, and I feel like I have to do this every once in a while. Okay. All the people who have been watching us for years who... When things were bad with Fox, who piled on Fox saying he's never going to be an all-star. Mm-hmm. He's not that guy. It's not him. Trade Fox. I need you guys to show up now. I need you guys to show up and say, hey, I'm going to tip my cap. I'm not even asking you to apologize for ridiculous takes, for crapping on him and ignoring everything else that was happening around him. Yeah, Fox needed to get better, and he did get better this year. But also, you guys were piling on this guy, acting like he was done. Show respect for this guy who's turned into not only an all-star player, he is right now playing at an all-NBA level. And tonight, in the second I have a back-to-back, you need him to check Kawhi, he'll try to do his best. You you need him to hit big buckets. You need him to create. He'll do just that. He led this team to a win tonight when his guy Sabonis was out of this game because he fouled out. Give this guy his love. The NBA world needs to wake up when we're talking about De'Aaron Fox because there's so much talk about all these other point guards. People were making fun of him in our own Discord about he didn't score in the All-Star game. Well, guess what? Tonight, in a real game against real competition, (laughs) against real competitive fire, he showed up in a big way. Give this guy his love. He showed up. He showed up, and he keeps showing up on a consistent level, and it's... um. I'm with you. I, I wish all those people would just come on back and give him the love that he deserves. Don't even need to say you're sorry. Just um, give him the love. If you guys haven't yet, let's hit the thumbs up button. We have close to 1,200 people Whoa. still here hanging out. Let's get to 1,000 thumbs up. We also need to acknowledge uh, the poll question tonight. Who is your MVP of the game? The options. Fox, Monk, or the whole team. Turn on the Jets. Uh, the winner right now is Malik Monk at 43%, Morgan Reagan. But the whole team is right behind him at 40%. I love to see. I What I love about that is that even though we're not talking about all the other guys so much, like Kevin Herter, for example, starting this game, you know, just at a good pace and was doing well, it's like everyone contributed tonight in a very positive way. Dude, insane with the minutes. Barnes played 40. Keegan played 42, just under 43. Sabonis was limited to just 31 minutes. Herter played 21. Fox played 45. 40 for Monk, 21 for Metu, 18 Lyles, TD, 13, and just under 14 for Davion. Do you want one nitpicky? Oh, go on. I just Real fast with Davion, and I know people want to be critical. Mm -hmm. Dude had some nice defensive plays in this game especially to help the Kings kind of rally in that second half. My nitpicky criticism of the night? Uh, Yeah, bring it. Okay, it would just be, again, he's a rookie, Keegan Murray. Uh, In these big moments, you can tell he doesn't want the ball. Yeah, you can. And right there, when a team knows you don't want the ball, you are 
out of the picture. You are not a threat. Now, De'Aaron Fox is such a big threat that there's times people still can't stop him even though they know that you're not a threat. Um, I just would like to see him, hopefully, as he keeps growing in this yeah. league. Dude, he's showing so much growth the last couple of games, especially tonight with some of the takes to the basket. Yeah. Go dunk. He's yeah. dunking now. I'm loving it. Yeah. Dude, he's going to be good. He Great job tonight. That's just my one, like, hey. Want that to tweak over time. We need some super chat love. We always acknowledge everyone here, but especially the people who decide they want to actually donate. You guys are amazing. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Richard. He donated 20 bucks. I love you both, and I love the Kings. Appreciate IPH for subscribing. Diehard Sacramento Kings fan, just donate 10 bucks. Appreciate you. Thank you. Also, appreciate Lee Adams donating five. Monk, are you not entertained? Is this not why you are here? That's <laughs> I'm loving the energy. Uh, Emmanuel with a really random super chat, oh. 20 bucks saying, I saw Tony Brothers eating fish tacos at Rubio's once. That mother effer ain't poop. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Citro donated five saying, who else is already looking forward to the future ESPN 30 for 30? It's the Beam Team episode that this team deserves. Appreciate Trenton Ty for subscribing. Tina, Kings fan, donating five bucks. So, looks like every time Coach Nick scams a panda dinner the night before a game, the Kings win. That's a great point. Uh, Gerardo donates ten bucks saying, turn on the Jets. Appreciate 209 for subscribing. Same with Joyce. And thank you so much to uh, Skirt for donating Skirt. 20 bucks. Skirt. Dude, thank you guys for all the donations, but just thank you for being here. Yep. Holy shit. What a fun night to celebrate this type of basketball. Yeah. Insane uh, crowd. Also, make sure if you haven't subscribed, hit that subscribe button. Make sure to hit the thumbs up as we approach um, almost 900 thumbs up tonight. Who do we start with tonight? Morgan? I, I, I want some. I want some whatever you want. Okay. Let's just, you never know on night chat who the hell we're going to get to. Um, let's check in with who to what now? What's up, who to what now? Oh, man. Are you, are you there? Yeah, no, I'm sorry. I didn't, uh, I literally, I had both headphones hey, in, just good. took it out, and then, yeah, look down and see you're there. Yeah, well, man, what's, what's was... on your mind? Oh, I mean, literally the most awake I've been at like 3.19 in the morning and forever. Uh, like seeing those monk shots were just blowing my mind. Like, Yeah, can you hear, do me a favor. You got your computer on in the background, don't you? Just, yeah, yeah, just, let me just mute it. it yeah. Man. yeah, yeah, gotcha. My bad. Yep. All good, all good. Mm. Wob is talking about us right now. What's he saying? What? No. Shout out Wob, man. We love Wob. Yeah, that's dope. Um, yeah. who to what now? So you're talking about Monk. You're talking about some of the shots he's making, how fun that was. Um, it's pretty incredible, obviously, what he did off the bench. But how cool is it to see him connect with De'Aaron Fox, with Sabonis, and all those little two-man games? This, it, you know, over time, it's like they've been able to build a chemistry to where they're getting that kind of psychic connection where they're just doing the tiny little eye movements, the 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 subtle uh like shifting to the out and then moving in and cutting and it's just like they're reading each other without having to say anything cutting that um what, what, like the milliseconds between the decision making is just happening right on point and it's just it's beautiful to see yeah the the pre precise hey. basketball you know it, when you see a group of individuals who like playing with each other uh -huh. every mm -hmm. hey 
Everyone can eat in this offense. Sharp. Uh, oh, Monk, you hungry tonight? Let's eat. So, bonus. Yeah, anyone dude. can eat, man. When you got seven guys who could drop 30 or more this year, dude, I love this team. <laughs> I love it. I know. I do. Because it's not just like, oh, they're winning games. This team is legitimately fun. This team, let's have perspective for a second. I always tell you guys this. The come up is better than anything. Anything. This is the come up right now. This mm -hmm. moment we are living in today. We are going to remember this. It's fun. This is what it's about. It's like the journey to get there. It's been a shit ton. We had relocation stuff. Oh we God. had so much rubbish. Maybe going to Anaheim, Virginia City, Seattle. Oh, missed lottery picks. So much trash. And this year, Mike Brown has taken this team and transformed it. Monty McNair with the right moves. Fox, a bonus stepping up. And all of a sudden, a Kings team that last season was like 25th in offensive rating has the best offensive rating in NBA history. Soak it Dude, in for a second. It's so amazing. I'd love to put a side-by-side -side with the 2001-2002 Kings, not to compare them as the same team, but in the sense of that team-based movement where there's not one specific assist man, although anyone could get up to like 13 assists uh, in theory if it moves through them, Sabonis, Fox. Monk can go crazy with the assist, but they're bouncing it between each other, like just not staying for too long. I just want to see that transition, that kind of psychicness happen with the switches on defense, because a lot of the time they would switch and then uh, people wouldn't realize that they'd be leaving, you know, Batum wide open in the corner, things like that, where yeah, like, and, if you could. No, and for sure, but it's so, some of that stuff too with Batum, they were trying to help on Kawhi, and that's the challenge with this Clippers team and why they're going to be so dangerous. They're deep. They've got some shooting. And when Kawhi is playing like he was, we haven't even given him his love enough tonight. Kawhi Leonard's back, dude. This isn't just one game. Over his last 17 games headed into tonight, he was averaging 27 a game. He was doing on super efficient shooting, well over 50% shooting, well over 45% from three, 92% from the free throw line. And you know what he can do defensively. Tonight, it didn't matter what you threw on him. He was going to knock down shots. He was unconscious. So Smooth. Mike Brown does what he yeah. doesn't like to do, and that's to throw another guy at that. And when you throw <laughs> another guy, you got to be on a string. Kawhi was making these unbelievable passes. He had won in the first quarter. I'm like, how did he see Paul George there? <laughs> he was trapped. It looked like he was done. Finds him in the corner. He had won to Batum in the corner. I'm like, no one can make that pass besides him and like Luca. Yep. He is on. It's just crazy. So yeah, I mean, yeah. you tip your cap to some of these and really like Kevin Herter said, this was high level basketball tonight. Mm-hmm. Seriously, though, it's like uh, the catch in the 180 pass to Norman Powell yeah. right in the corner. Are you like, kidding? That was so crazy, dude. It was um, disgusting. But, but somehow, like, that's, uh, let's say with the Suns game and when Devin Booker was going off, we couldn't figure out a way to somehow, like, break the star power with our team. But this time, we just kept on fighting, yeah. fighting, fighting, and no point did we give up. And that's why I love watching this team. They can be down 15 in the fourth, and a tiny part of me is like, I'm not turning this game off, yeah. Yeah, ever. You're never wasting your time as someone that's, like, consuming the game, right? As a, like, as a fan, you're not wasting your time. And that's one of my favorite things about it. It's like, they're giving it their all, but you're also being entertained you're also watching a fun style of basketball that is most likely going to be sustainable and help young talent develop here in this organization it's great absolutely i love how mike brown tests the players like 
Yeah, at least throughout the most of the first half of the season, he was putting all these different lineups, putting different players in positions in the in later game on defense, testing them all the time, so that when these moments come, we can just go into the bench, and when things aren't working, we throw Monk in. We have Davion uh, st- uh, sticking Russell. You know, like things are able to be a lot more uh, uh, free flowing based on the situational need, which is just amazing. Knowing people can step up. Well, man, I appreciate you checking in. We're gonna get some other people too. All right. Of course. Yeah, much love. Yeah, Dude, take care. Thanks, Appreciate guys. you, man. Appreciate you so much. All right, let's go next. Let's check in with... Let's go to our guy, Praneel. What's up, Praneel? Praneel, are you awake? Yeah, you're here. What's up, dude? What's up? Um, I was doing my CSA project. I am actually pretty behind on that, but, like, I honestly don't give a fuck because, like, that was the most amazing thing I've seen in my entire life, and... I am just wow. Just G- wow. Give me your favorite part about tonight's win. I love that he's speechless. Yeah. Um, all right. So there was like three favorite parts. First favorite part, he went coast to coast. I think in like the fourth or third quarter, he like got a rebound and just went coast to coast. And I've never seen Keegan do something like that. And I was like, wow, Keegan Murray, I am shocked. And like it's like today you saw a lot a bit more of an aggressive Keegan Murray, I thought. He was taking more uh, late in the game. I think he just kind of like was scared of the moment. I don't know what it was, but like he was a little bit less. But like before everything started going crazy in the fourth and like the OT and everything, he felt more aggressive. He was trying to attack more. He, I, I, Morgan mentioned it earlier, but like after that, after that stretch where he got the rebound just went coast to coast, Mike Brown was like happy as hell. And Dude. like, I, those type of like progressions are like what I've been seeing from Keegan like these two games so far. He was really good POA um, last game. He did a little bit today, I think. Mike he, Brown and by the way, real fast, Perennial means point of, point attack. of attack. He's being point cute. He's defense. like trying to, you know. I love it. No, Keep, I like it yeah, too. But, do it. Yeah. But like, I'm I'm assuming that the reason why Keegan saw a lot of point of attack defense yesterday was because he was um, Mike Brown was preparing him for Kawhi and Paul George. And in Keegan's offense, I thought Keegan played pretty good defense. He was there most of the time. He didn't get, like, shaken a lot. But, man, they were hitting really tough shots on him. You can't really do much when Kawhi Leonard is shooting what? Like, I felt like he was shooting, like, 114% true shooting before, like, the overtime period. Because, like, Kawhi was ridiculous. Same with Paul George. But, um, yeah. Uh, I, and then De'Aaron Fox is just such a Dude. patient, elite scorer. Outside of the second overtime period, De'Aaron was incredible. Second overtime period, he got a little bit tired. You saw a little bit of that. But, like, Everything De'Aaron Fox did was amazing. He was really getting into Paul George and um, Kawhi Leonard in the ending of that game. That's um, what I'm talking about. That and that's what made it so impressive to me that, you know, he, they played a game last night. And then he's yeah. he's being asked to not only go get his, go get buckets and carry this team. He's also trying to check some of the premier wings in the league. Yep. Mm-hmm. Dude, yeah, insane. And- yeah, he was incredible. I mean, and then Malik Monk um, started the game off really hot with the pick and rolls with Domas. Um, every single pick and roll that Malik does, it's just, with Domas at least, it's an incredible read. Like, he waits until the last possible moment and then just hits a dump off pass, bounce pass, pocket pass, whatever. And, like, it's so well done. And then that final set, um, so K- uh, we have, like, our group chat and Twitter and stuff with, like, me, Drew, KFR, Rory, a couple other guys, but, like, KFR, uh, Rory, I think, asked KFR for the set they ran. 
and then KFR said the set, and then I'm like, you know what? I'm going to beat him to the punch because Keen Silverman said, I'm, I'm going to talk about it tomorrow. So I'm going to beat him to the punch. So, like, they ran a hammer set, and essentially what happened in that play was um, Monk threw the ball to Fox, and then Monk immediately went to the corner. He immediately ran to the corner. And then Fox got the ball back. Um, I think it was Trey Lowell set a little bit of, like, a screen for him so that he could get more open space. He cut down, got underneath the basket. What happened on the other side of the floor was that Malik Monk was um, Keegan Murray set a down screen for Malik Monk to come down. So Malik, um, so Keegan Murray uh, set a screen. Malik Monk came on to uh, came off that screen, caught the ball, and shot the three. That's essentially what a hammer action is. And you have two options: Fox could have either shot it, give it to Malik Monk, or could have gotten Keegan if, if Keegan obviously got open, but like up top after he set that screen and popped up. But like. That plays a really well run set yeah. for that action because we had like what four seconds left, and like Malik came off that screen. Um, I think I, I forget who was on Fox. I think it was Norman Powell. Norman Powell tried to get in front of the pass, yeah. but like, Malik was wide open. And what happened was Westbrook was initially on Malik Monk, but he got lost, and there was some defensive miscommunication. But the hammer set and what Jay Chiano ran was to cause misdirection and work for sure. Really I thought well run set and it was, but dude, pal, pal should not have shaded so far over to Fox. Like who cares if Fox is able to like, Oh score yeah, a bucket? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He yeah. helped off corner yeah, cause and, like, and Monk relocated just enough to get that but shot. But again, you guys, that's just some, that's, that's IQ. That's recognition. Yeah. That's understanding where, where the clock's at. What's the scoreboard? What's the situation? And sometimes instinctually, you know, it's, Oh, I need to help on the ball. Like they're trying to get a shot off, but it's where the shot is off um, yeah, is what really matters. Cause Fox beat Kawhi to the punch. And I think Powell saw, Powell saw, wow, I got to stop the two, but situationally you don't need to stop the two, you need to stop the three. And so Powell helped off. And then Malik was in the way corner, and then he started flashing up yep. to the wing because um, if Powell's all the way down on the baseline, you flash up to the wing, it's more space for him to cover. And then I'm actually looking at the picture right now, but like Westbrook was completely lost because after the after Malik started flashing, Westbrook was just Westbrook expected someone else to take over because it's not the system. He's not used to the switching that the Clippers do. He's used to whatever the Lakers run, but like. He wasn't used to that, so he was just completely lost in that possession, meaning Powell's overhelping. Kawhi is behind Fox, even though Kawhi played good defense, was able to force Fox over the baseline. And then Malik is wide open and was able to hit an open three. Dude, Dude it was yep. so it was so precise, so nice. And just like you were saying, the two-man game with so many of these guys um, leading each other with the pass, just everything was so, so sharp tonight. It was great. Perniel, you're the man. I appreciate you. We're going to get some other people. Someone is already in the chat. Uh, Mod Todd says, uh, was asking, who, how old is this little basketball guru? <laughs> well, Perniel is 16 and he's a man. Perniel, thanks so much, man. Good luck tomorrow. All right, there's Perniel. Dude, I love Perniel. I love he's breaking down a set right there. So Fox ended up hitting the go-ahead basket with 36 and a half seconds to go, 176 to 175. I thought I had more of these highlights, but I do have a Malik Monk three-pointer that was big that cut it to one with a minute 21 to go. Do you want to hear what it sounds Hell like? Hell yeah, This I is do. from the G-man, Gary Gerald, who, by the way, this was his 2,999th game he has called Ooh. for the Sacramento Kings. The next one's 3,000. Powell drives inside, up and down, move up, the rim, no good. Ball tipped out of the wing, and Fox has it. Fox cruises up the right side of the floor, puts on the brakes at the free throw line, gives to Monk, rocks, fires for three. He's got another one. 
45 points for Malik Monk. And the Kings are right back in it, trailing by one. You realize this guy's like in his 80s? Yeah. This guy's sharp. He's ready to go. He's fired up. I love it. He's so, I, every time, every time I'm just, I'm still amazed with this call. And by the way, uh, I just want to give some love to Mark Jones as well, because toward oh, the yeah. end of that game, it was so fun uh, on the broad, on the television broadcast, just the way that he was so into it. So excited as well. Dude, appreciate all you guys being here. Let's, let's get to a thousand thumbs up. That would help us grow so much. Let's get to a thousand so, uh, thumbs up and make sure to uh, hit that subscribe button too. All right, let's get to this SOB. Let's check in with Nick. What's up, Nick? What's up? So I want to show you something really okay. quick. Okay. This is this is from. But this is the shirt I got in the mail today. This is from Royal Light the Beam shirt from Royal Rebound. Hell yeah, so Light cool. the Beam. All right, cool man. It's from Royal Rebounds. Yeah, That's nice, awesome, nice. Nick. All right, so what do you like about tonight? I this this game got crazy. To, to, it got crazy. Yeah, you it know? did. I thought they were gonna play all night long. Yeah, I think we all did for a second. I didn't know when this one was going to end. What was your favorite part? My favorite, uh, Kyrie, uh, Kyrie, Kyrie, uh, was gonna was making all these threes. And Kawhi, the you meant Kawhi. Too. You meant see, I, you, it's late tonight, so you you said Ka Kyrie. It's Kawhi you're talking about. Kawhi Leonard, yeah, yeah, you make, got it. He was making threes too, and the Kings were making threes too. Amazing, and you know what else is amazing? You have food on your face again, Nick. How do you have food on your face? We teach you to wipe your face. <laughs> I had I had bananas. <laughs> wait, wait, multiple bananas? You had like two, two of them. You had two. It's two bananas. Today's episode is sponsored by Nerd Wallet Smart Money Podcast. Nerd Wallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the finance world, helping you make smarter decisions with your money. The nerds have helped me get smarter about things like planning for my tax bill so I don't dread April every year. Yeah, and it's a really confusing time, by the way. There's all these documents, especially with us, like we are managing finances together because we run a small business together there's all these different papers there's all these different forms what do you do you listen to nerd wallet smart money podcast yeah because then you can be making a balanced budget and not just for everything you're doing with your business how about for some time off after an nba season even that sounds amazing so you know what you need to do listen to nerd wallet smart money podcast on your favorite podcast app future you will thank you after the end of a good fight you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. 
And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Nick does. I, I, had, I had Little Caesar's pizza tonight for dinner. <laughs> okay. All right, Nick. Uh, why not score 176 points? Why not? Why not? Can you put the fire the laser on, please? Okay. You know what? The people probably want it to. We'll go ahead, Morgan, if you don't if you don't mind. Oh, are you... No, not anything for you, Nick. Arm the laser. Arm in the laser! Begin laser in the shot! Fire the laser! Yes, fire the laser. Hey, so I uh, just want to say, <laughs> just to let you guys know that. OKC lost tonight against Phoenix Suns. And they're going to lose Sunday to the Sacramento Kings. Yes, and we're going to light the beam. All right, Nick. We have so many other people we got to talk to. Sleep beams, all right? Morgan, are you beaming? I'm beaming, Nick. I'm beaming. Sleep beams. Are you, do- are you doing ABC Sports I'll be on, on Sunday? Sunday, she will be I'll on. Be all there. right, sleep beams, okay? Say sleep beams. Sleep beams. Thank sleep you. Beams. Favorite thing about Nick? I do. He makes me do that whole thing, and then he doesn't even acknowledge. Doesn't even give me like a good job. It's just like, all right, yeah, I'm going on to the next thing I want to talk about. What is up? Oh wow, look at this! It's like a throwback night. It's late. Drew Mac is in the building. Welcome, Drew Mac. What up, Drew Mac? Hey yo, you guys hear me? Hey yo, what's up, man? Hey, so. I just wanted to hop in real quick. I know there's a lot of people that want to chat. Um, I'm not going to break down the entire game. I don't really think I need to. Pranil pretty much covered everything. <laughs> um, I do want to give you guys like a huge congrats, though, on 10,000 subs because I wasn't up the other night when you guys, um, I guess, had the uh, – what was that? Last night, I guess. It was yeah. last night, yeah. 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 So, I mean, it's a huge accomplishment. And well, um, Thank you. Yeah, I but Thanks, I, I hope Mac. we can like re- look back at this when we hit a hundred thousand. Remember when we were like so happy about ten thousand? Wait, we were happy. No, that, you gotta appreciate each mile. If we talk about appreciating the journey, we literally appreciated when it was I, one thousand. I remember was, we hit two and we were like, dude, it was yeah. awesome. It's no, a, yeah. every I think all those little things are awesome. No, thank you, Drew Mac, for all the support over this time and being here to celebrate with us too. Of course, yeah, you guys know I always got you. Um, I mean, outside of that, I guess I'll just like take it in another direction. I have like just a quick question for you. Uh, I'm sure you guys probably already talked about uh, the PJ DJ Dozier signing. You know what? But... We have not talked about that yet. Okay, I was just wondering: is he probably going to uh, stick with the main roster, or does he have any ability to go down and play with Stockton at all? They can, yeah. So just for uh, Drew's bringing this up, so we found out after the game, Woj posted uh, that Kaziak Paul is having like season ending surgery. So the Kings are waving him and they're signing PJ Dozier. Who's playing for the Iowa wolves in the NBA G league. He was with the Kings on a 10 day contract two 10 day contracts earlier this year. Um, some will know him. He spent time with the Denver nuggets too. super talented player coming off an injury. I think they really like what he can bring, but to answer your question, yes, he is signed for the rest of the year with Sacramento, but they can assign him to the G league. That's pretty cool, Ben, just because um, 
you know, the uh, Stockton team obviously going to take a hit without KZ being there um, and to just get another wing in there and get him some playing time. Like if he's not getting any run with the main roster yeah. um, would be pretty cool. Cause you know, he showed, you know, he showed some flashes inside the bubble. I know a lot of people like to say like the bubble wasn't real, like, you know, like get over it, like uh, Mickey mouse championship, like whatever you want to like, I guess I kind of used to describe that time frame, but he was playing on a team that was pretty similar to uh, the way we play with Sabonis. Cause you know, he was next to uh, Jokic and all that. So yeah. And he knows know. Jordy Fernandez to, it's, to me. It's like one of those things you just, you take Low a risk, risk on. Yep. Absolutely. I love that after the Kings win this epic game, 176 to 175, Drew Mack is such yep. a nerd that he's like, Hey, let's talk PJ Dozier. <laughs> Uh, can he be assigned to Stockton? And what can he bring to the team? You're insane. I appreciate you, man. It's the little things, you know? I yeah. know. All right, man. We'll, but, we'll... All right, I'll let you guys go, though. All right, Drew. Uh, don't be a stranger, man. Come back soon, all right? All right, later, guys. Bye, right. Drew, Matt. He's great. That's only, great. Only Kings fans would do that, by the way. There's no other fan base that after a game like this would be like, all right, let's just real fast, so PJ Dozier for a sec. Well, and what I but what I do appreciate and love about it, there's nothing negative about it. He was just like, oh yeah, hey, like there's a game coming up on Sunday. You know, we got to talk about the depth of this bench and what the Kings are planning on doing and what's happening with their roster. A little small changes yeah. doesn't matter. A P, I, I do like PJ Dozier to me is like a guy you definitely take a chance on. Like, well, it's especially in this situation. Absolutely, absolutely. yeah. Yeah, uh, Jay says, can we acknowledge KZ was not part of the G League team? No, I mean, he was, uh, Drew was mentioning him. I mean, he he did play a few games in Stockton with the G League team. But yes, uh, he wasn't primarily with Stockton this year. Uh, let's check in with Dave. What is up, Dave? What's going on? Dude. How you doing? What a game, man. You know, I, I we were in Discord chatting about this, Morgan, during the game. And Dave was right. He was talking about, I was like, Dude, this is just high-level basketball. Like, what we saw tonight, and it, we, I know we love to, like, shit on bad defense, and, yeah, it wasn't perfect tonight, obviously, when you see this many points scored. But, man, it was just high-level basketball tonight, Dave. Yeah, it was crazy. And the Kings took the number one offensive rating in the league and of all time tonight. So that was pretty impressive. It's yeah. so and, uh, I know at the beginning of the season we talked about how the team would be really, like, an explosive offense, like, before the season started, but... I never expected they'd be the best offense of all time. <laughs> and the thing is, is Keegan's starting. He's a rookie. And then we also have Vizenkov in the wings, who's the EuroLeague MVP Ooh. with the quickest release in the entire world. Ooh, we may be scoring 170 a game next year. Oh. And we're talking about defense. We're changing the game. We don't play defense. Stop No, it. no. That's the thing. So we don't play defense. All, we get the stops when necessary. We score buckets. Yep. Not, right? how, not how the game works, but I think that's how it works. Nope. I mean, the offensive talent will be even better next year. Even better. And that's just, that's just impressive. The offense will be better next year than it was this year. You're calling it now. Can... You're calling it now that he's coming over. <laughs> I think he is. How could he not want it? Right. See, well, I mean, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. Your your confidence level is just like you know. I something. mean, he makes <laughs> he makes 1.5 million dollars over three years, dude, or something like that. He's making like a what? He's making like a four million dollar contract for a three year deal. 
I mean, he's going to make that per year in the NBA That's or more. A, again, I'm going to acknowledge something real fast. Drew Matt calls in about P.J. Dozier. Now we have Dave hitting us up about, <laughs> hey, when Vezinkov comes over next year, just wait. Um, going back to this game tonight, what, what, what was your favorite thing about the game? I mean, Monk was just super impressive tonight. Like, he has had a lot of games where he's struggled to be impactful um, on the offensive end. But you always knew that Monk had that super high-end talent. Obviously, he was a lottery pick, and he's always seen as, like, the best player on the Kentucky team with De'Aaron Fox. So um, he just didn't have the size and wingspan after he measured out, so he kind of fell in the draft. But he's always seen as, like, the super high premium talent when he was in high school. So, I mean, he's just kind of showing what he's made of here in the NBA now after he got through all the um, struggles he had when he was younger in Charlotte. Exactly. All the drama and personal stuff. Yeah. No, that's true. It's true. It's it's cool to see, it. and it, I just I do dig the whole Fox Monk I lo- component. I like love reuniting it. Reuniting after how fun they were at Kentucky. Yeah. Well, uh, hey man, I appreciate you checking in. Yeah, no problem. Have a good night, guys. You too. Thanks, Dave. Uh, Noah Eagle texted me because I texted him earlier. Yeah. I, Noah Eagle, for those who don't know, he's the radio play-by-play voice for the um, LA Clippers. Of course, he's he's a stud, dude. That guy calls NFL games. One of the and, most talented so and nice. nicest humans. We had him on our daily show today, and I just texted him earlier. I go, insane. He says, bro, I've never seen that and never will. We need a playoff series. Ooh, don't I do don't, it. I don't I would, know if I want to play. I series. don't want a playoff series with the Clippers. I do not. Also, appreciate the love. People were congratulating us on the uh, 10,000 sub mark in the chat. Ben says, I love you guys. I'm so happy for you guys getting back at KHK. But there ain't nothing like night chat. It's really you two in your natural element. Yes, uh, just to be completely transparent. What? That, that's obviously the goal. Like, it, it, with the show that we do on, on Sacktown Sports is, like, we want it to feel more like this. It's just, you know, you have to deal with breaks and uh, yeah, it's just a right. different it's a it's yeah. a little bit of a different format that we yeah. we keep pushing um everyone to be innovative and like let's mix up yep. let's mix it up, you know? A great question though from the chat, Morgan, from Cast Digital Media. I'd really love to get your insight on this. Please. Well, does KZ get a ring when the Kings win it all this year? Oh. Is it Oh and yes, he would. He he yes he would, <laughs> but he, you guys are so stupid, so stupid, so stupid. But it's fun. It's fun. Yes, it's absolutely fun. It's so fun to think about that this team is a playoff team this year. Mm. Like, I can confidently say that, right? Or am I just feeling the buzz after tonight? <laughs> I mean, you saying that is like extreme, right? So, uh, yeah, I mean. There's still a long way to go. I don't, but yeah, I don't make strong stances if you haven't noticed people. I know we were just talking about sponsors and stuff and dealing with breaks on our daily show. We have to acknowledge tonight, and we'll get back to more of the chat and more on this game. Shout out to our guy, Sean Stanfield, over at Guaranteed Rate and Rate.com slash Sean Stanfield. If you're looking to buy a house, this is the guy to hit up. Number one, big Kings fan. So many people have questions about buying a house. Can I even afford it? How do I do that? What do I do? Or if you bought a house before and you are just looking for someone new to help you out, Sean and his team at Guaranteed Rate, they're the perfect people to hit up. So uh, do me a favor, hit him up. He's helped other podcast listeners. We had one podcast listener relocate from back east to Sacramento with Sean's help. So hit him up, rate.com slash Sean Stanfield. That's equal housing lender. 
subject to credit approval, NMLS ID number 349707, company NMLS ID number 2611, NMLS Yes, you can hit up at rate.com slash Sean Stanfield or 916-276-7563. That's call or text him, 916-276-7563. Thanks so much to our friends over at Guarantee Rate. Guarantee Rate. So stupid. I love uh, how many people want to chat tonight. Oh my God. We're, 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 tonight is special. It is. Tonight's one of those nights that we're going to remember for a long time. Shout out to Kevin, by the way, who donated 20 bucks. One of the best games I've ever seen being covered by the two best in the biz. Oh, now that's a Friday night. Cheers to 10,000. Light the beam. Dude, thank you, Kevin. That means a lot. Peyton donates five bucks. And says, if this is the result of getting finessed into buying my boy Nick some panda, I'll take it. Light the beam. Wow. Mandy, thank you so much for the $10 donation as well. You guys are too kind, man. Appreciate you guys supporting us. Truly. This is it. This is so fun. I'm just so I'm so glad that we get to celebrate this year together. We do need to go <sighs> back to. Um, do you, man? Just do it. We're just hanging out. Yeah. I, you don't need to tell me. Just do it. Oh, I just realized I messed something up. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Yes, he's still going to tell me. Dude, have I? What have you been doing? Oh, my goodness. You guys on Twitter spaces have just been listening on um, just on my phone in the background. I didn't even have it connected to the board. Wow. Dude, I'm so sorry. That's bad quality shit right there. Yeah, Elizabeth, are you there? I am here. <laughs> Dude, I, I, I've had my phone on for how long have we been on now? An hour. An hour and, and a half. And no one's alerted me like, hey, dude, we just kind of hear you guys in the background. Okay. Oh, well. What's up, Elizabeth? No, it actually sounded fine. You guys didn't sound that bad. Okay. Um, cool, cool, cool. Just can, yeah, no. Um, what's going on, guys? How are you guys tonight? Oh, good. Dude, so good. Uh, so I have a little bit of a hot take tonight. I don't know if it's been uh, brought up yet, but uh, I'm ready. who I'm did ready. a better Keegan Murray impression, Mike Brown or Deuce? Oh, that's a great. I gotta know. Yeah, and I'm glad you brought that up because for those who don't know, Mike Brown did a Keegan Murray impersonation tonight uh, before the game, and I don't even know if I want to call it an impersonation. Wow. If it, well, because it was so weak. Um, and you know, notice we all love Mike Brown right now. Oh, Mike Brown's he's coach of the year. But he's not impersonator of the year. I'm sorry. Um, I'm trying to find the actual clip from earlier it's, tonight. It's such an aggressive <laughs> take by you, though. What do you I mean? mean? Mike Brown can do no wrong. Okay. Here, I'm going to play it. Give me a second. <laughs> I, said, I, love the I said, you need to work though. on your ball handling. He goes, what do you mean? <laughs> I said, every time you dribble the ball... As soon as you take two dribbles, you pick it up and you look to pass the ball to Domus or to Foxy. I said, dribble the ball. And if you can go coast to coast and dunk on somebody, do it. Or go make a play. He said, well, I, I do that because Domus is going to pass the ball. No, screw that. <laughs> you can do it. Go do it. And he goes, I know I can do it. I don't need to work on my ball hammer. I said, okay, show me. <laughs> you know. So I, that was an unbelievable move. So he's talking about the move last night. He made some unbelievable moves tonight. But that, I mean, that wasn't a good impression. No, no. Your Deuce's impression is better. And Thank you. Just, Thank mean, you. You know, you know why, though? It's because yeah. Deuce buys in a little bit more. Yeah, you know, like, I can dribble, coach. Like, Sure. That's fine. Sure. It's not, it's, again, yeah, you know, neither one of you, neither I, one I of you. I love the time, but, uh, 
Yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm just trying. <laughs> but to... I, I love the fact that he actually took. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, I was sorry. just trying to force my Keegan in there. Go ahead. Finish what you're gonna say. You no, I just I love the fact that Keegan took it his advice before the game and uh you know went coast to coast and actually dunked. I mean that was probably like my favorite moment of the game. And then he just had no expression afterwards. He just kept yeah. it calm and <laughs> calm and cool and Dude, just went about his day. Typical Keegan, just like yeah, you know I just went out and like dunked the ball and you know just here to play basketball and you know I'm just I'm getting better and you know, Coach Holt really good Keegan really good. All right. Well, hey, thanks for checking in. That, that was fun. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. I wanted to play that earlier, so thanks for reminding me, too. Okay. Yeah, no problem. You guys have a good night. You, too. We're, there's a little we're, delay. There's a delay. There's a little delay on Twitter spaces tonight. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's not them. It's a delay. Let's check in with our old buddy. Ebiz is in the building. What up, Ebiz? Ebiz. Are you driving around? Hey, can you guys hear me? Yes. 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 All right. So look, I watched some of the game off and on, but I ended up going to a comedy club and I was with my girl and like there's a lot of talking, so I had to have my phone on the table and all that. But that was fucking dope since day one. I'm hella happy about that. And I was in line, and people looked at me crazy. Malik Monk did that thing with like a second left. I started yelling, and everybody looking at me crazy. I ain't give a fuck. But, to be completely honest, aside from that, like real shit for you guys, fuck all of this other shit I'm saying. Y'all motherfuckers got how many people last time I looked, you guys had 919. Watching you guys right now? What the fuck? I remember how you guys are doing all this shit under a thousand motherfucking subscribers. You guys have over 10,000 fucking subscribers. You guys are doing the motherfucking thing. I am so fucking happy for you. All right? I don't give a fuck what anybody says. I'm so happy for you. And I was that serious when I called up to the radio station at 1140. When I was like, I don't like them. Know why? Because I heard that they treated you guys wrong before. I was like, you know what? Fuck them. Like, I just didn't like them. I didn't fuck all that. But hey, you guys, I gotta go because I'm following my girlfriend and I got off at the wrong exit. <laughs> oh my all right? god! All right, Evis, you're the best. You're the best. We love you, Evis. Oh, well, I'd my like god. to congratulate Evis tonight for setting. The all-time record for most F-bombs. In one call. On Night Chat. Or on Night Chat. Previous record was, I think, E-Biz. And then I think before that, it was <laughs> E-Biz. And then Morgan Reagan. Yeah, I'm on the list. Uh, oh, my God. Jay in the chat. Uh, of course, everyone, everyone's kind of like enjoying this. And then Jay, who did not like it, was offended uh, with it. Says, so set up. Laugh my ass off. Yeah, we, we have time. <laughs> Today, we, we set up all these calls in advance. So, hey, Ibis, thanks for calling in at your scheduled 12.53 time when you're driving in to, to say all that stuff. I appreciate uh, that. Totally staged, absolutely. Oh, my God. Why would you even read that or care? Because I acknowledge everybody here. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Uh, NBA Young Cobe says, Ibis was the first caller ever. I was the second. Oh, yeah, Young Cobe. Uh, let's check in with Young Jamie. What's up, Jamie? What's up, guys? trying to catch you before I, you fell asleep, man. Yeah, I was actually about to fall asleep. Uh, 
Wow. Well, glad we caught you. Um, what did yeah. you think about that game? Dude, I was actually going so crazy. Like, <laughs> that was amazing. When Monk hit that three to go into overtime, and then when their guy, I forgot who it was, almost hit that half-court shot, I was, like, really nervous because I thought that, like, they were about to pull off uh, something that, like, Tyreek Evans did when he was on the Kings. You know, he hit a half-court game-winning shot, and I was getting, like, really scared. Man. It was, uh, it was wild. It was just, that's the one thing I love about sports too. There are moments where like, Jamie, you're what? 13. I always mess up your age. You're 12 or 13, whatever. I don't care. 13. 13. 13. Sorry. 13. Um, but like, I'm a grown person. Oh, I think you're going to say grown man. I'm a grown man. <laughs> In those moments. I'm jumping up and down. You said you were going to cry after. I was I was a little emotional after the game when I was talking to Morgan <laughs> on the phone. I felt like I wanted to cry because I was so happy. But, like, uh, those moments, you just jump up and down. Like, Malik Monk's in that show. You're like, are you kidding me? I'm, j- I'm jumping up. And- yeah. That's the emotion and the feeling that you, the connection that you can have with sports, and it's really cool. Wait, you guys want to know what I was doing? <laughs> I was doing what I used to do as a kid. And I would close my eyes when, like, Paul George was at the free throw line, just hoping that somehow by closing my eyes, he was going to miss. And I almost missed the putback <laughs> that Batum had because I was just barely looking at it. I was like, God damn it. But um, anyway, it was it's fun when it can bring those emotions out of you. And, Jamie, mm-hmm. I hope you, you may have a chance this year if the Kings can take care of business over the next 23 games. For this team to be in the playoffs for the first time in your life. And my dad said that he might call in sick to work so then we can just go to a home playoff game. That is such a good dad. He, he Oh, because his dad said he might? No, oh, yeah, yeah, no. He, you he know what? has to. You say, Dad, no, no, no. I don't need a might. I need you to guarantee that we are going to a home playoff game. Yeah, cuss game. at him. That will work, Jamie. No, that's going to get me grounded. Okay. <laughs> Well, just say, just blame me for it next time. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, All right. Well, d- good. Thanks for staying awake uh, and waiting, man. Good night, guys. All right, good, good night, night Jamie. Sleep beams. Sleep beams. Sleep beams. Morgan, you know I love doing this every once what in a while. What do you love doing? It's time for the. No. No. I, it's fair. We have to acknowledge it. You know. We don't need to. I don't want. I don't want my Let beam me, to be dimmed. Chad is trying to dim your bl- beam tonight. Chad says his name's Chad. Like, why are we even talking? <laughs> Chad this says guy? this. Well, let's enjoy it now, cause we probably won't go far in the playoffs. LOL. Dude, I Chad, just... you son of a gun. Chad, you understand they made the playoffs in 16 years. Before the season, you didn't think they were going to make the playoffs and be in the top six. You probably didn't think they were going to be playing. And they have a chance now to be in the number two seed, potentially. Can you just say for this moment, just enjoy the ride? Who cares about that? Let's just get there first. You sick son of a... You can say, I mean, so many F-bombs have been dropped, you sick son of a bitch. But truly, though, Chad. What a, they get the no, chat saying, what a Chad. No, it's just, the thing is, I was going to be so happy with just the play-in this year in the beginning of the season because my expectations were low. How are you supposed to go from really shitty basketball to uh, being a, a top 
three team in the Western Conference, and they're doing it, and they're doing it where it's going to actually be sustainable and something they can grow off of each year. So, like, who gives a damn where they go and if they can even make it to the second round of playoffs? This team is most likely a playoff team this year. Just enjoy it. Enjoy the ride. Hey, Mike Brown, what do you think of uh, De'Aaron Fox in this game? Malik. And Malik, Malik was yeah. unbelievable. Okay. Uh, the shot that he hit to send the game in overtime, first of all, I got to give kudos to Jay Triano. It was a heck of a play. Jay's our offensive coordinator. And in situations like that, <clears throat> while I'm coaching, uh, just like Jordy's our defensive coordinator, those guys have carte blanche to do what they need to do to tell the team whatever specific situation we're in, go ahead and execute it. And I told Jay, Jay, get ready for a three. And he drew up a hell of a play. And, you know, the guys executed it. And Malik hit a big-time shot. Mm. But Malik's ability to get into the paint and finish at the rim through contact, uh, to get out and transition, uh, his poise shooting the basketball, his defense, it, it was all huge. He and Foxy, I, I mean, between the two of them, 87 points. I don't, I, I've been in this league 30 but I don't know if I've seen that. Maybe I have, but that is remarkable. It was, it was absolutely remarkable. And I thought I had the clip of him talking about De'Aaron Fox, too. But I can get to that. That was him talking about Malik and Fox. But, yeah, that was um, that was really impressive. Here's what he had to say about uh, De'Aaron Fox after the game. Uh, uh, Foxy, uh, he was unbelievable. Uh, he was unbelievable from the standpoint that you were down, I don't know, it seemed like we were down 20. <laughs> but it might only been 10, 9. I don't even know what, what we were. 14. We were down 14. And he had two, maybe three, I don't know, maybe four just huge steals where he got up into the ball and pressured the ball and got deflection after deflection after deflection that turned into points. And then, obviously, his ability to score for us was huge. The 42 points is unbelievable. <clears throat> I love when coaches, like NBA coaches, are at a loss. Like, I... He's unbelievable. Like that, what? That, honestly, that that's how I felt early on, even when we started this podcast. It was like, what? How? Where do we start with this game? And even talking about individuals, thinking about how Mike Brown's like trying to break down that many minutes of De'Aaron Fox's game from start to finish. You know, it's not like they had this terrible beginning of a game like they've had so many times this season. Um, whether it was just on the defensive end. Or both ends of the I mean, floor. Th this game just it was close throughout. It was 40-40 after one. <laughs> after one. At the half, it was 80 to 76. Yep. yep. Oh my goodness. And, and then it, at the end of the fourth, what was it? Uh 153, 153? <laughs> Think about that, dude. First time in NBA history, a overtime game was 150 or plus. Yeah. Yeah, so end of third is 117, 110, and then 153, 153. At the end of overtime, 164, 164, and then Kings win 176 to 175. I'm sorry, first game ever to go to OT tied at 150 or more. Special stuff. Man. Yep. What's up, old man? Trevor. Trevor. Going once. 
Ryan in the chat, by the way, says, can you believe Fox was one of the last picks in the All-Star game? Absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, it is. It is pretty wild. The disrespect was real. Trevor, are you there? Okay. Sorry, Trev. I don't know what happened, man. Let's uh, try Kings Next Level. What's up, Kings Next Level? Kings Next Level. Damn. Man, we're striking out later. Yeah, now. dude. Striking All out. good. Um, you hear me? Yeah, we oh, got hey. you. What's up, dude? Oh, uh, my fault. My fault. You're good, man. What's up? This this uh, Buddha. How you doing, man? Buddha, oh, what's, what's up, up, man? What do you see tonight? Man, I seen greatness. I seen greatness out of this team, man. For real, for real, when I watched the game, I seen I seen the best game I ever seen in my life. Cause that was that was crazy stuff. Like, and I watched a lot of basketball. So so for me to say that that's the best game. What was the score? One seventy six to one seventy five or something like that. Like, yeah. yep. That is that's like they said that's an all star score, but it wasn't an all star game. Like people was playing defense out there, Fox was playing defense out there. Everybody, everybody, they was at least putting their hand up. Like, like it was shots being made that was like super impressive. So you can't really complain about it. But we can we can keep improving. But it's things we gotta work on. But hey, right now I see I see great things out there. That's and, uh, I just want to say, Deuce, man, you said that uh, you said we can't win a championship, man. I think we should just enjoy the moment, like you said, brother, man, because the way them boys look, I feel like anything can happen. I see greatness out there, man. Fox <laughs> taking that level that we thought at the beginning of the season when he was like, he was averaging 28 before uh, the injury last year. And he came back, and he, right now he's doing far and greater things. So, like I think, I think the sky is the limit for us. So I, I, it's great, it's great, it's great. Just, Everything going up. You, you need to enjoy the moment. You're over there talking championship, but yes, I I love, I, I love your enthusiasm, man. I appreciate yeah. you as always, Buddha. I ain't talking championship. Hey, hey, I called at the beginning of the season. I said it's, they're gonna be a contender, right? Okay, I'm telling you, they're a contender. They're a contender. Long way to go. Like, I'm not sure that they're I ain't gonna say I ain't gonna say championship, but like you said, I'm not, I'm gonna use your words against you. Just enjoy the moment. Don't say what's gonna happen. Let's just enjoy the moment. Cause like, you put Buddha, trust in them guys. Buddha, you just said they're gonna be a contender. I'm allowed to say, nah, they're not allowed to be a contender. You can't say they're a contender and juice you enjoy the moment. You, I'm allowed to say it too. <laughs> you just mixing me up. You dicing yeah. me up. <laughs> okay, it's all good, man. All right, man. I'll talk to you soon. All right. All right, good talking All to you, right. man. Go King. Appreciate Bye, it. Buddha. Um, Brooke brought up something hilarious in what? the chat. That Fox and Monk, you know, they combined for 87 mm -hmm. points tonight. The Nets scored 87 points as a team tonight. Fox and Monk had 87 combined. The Nets scored 87 in a loss to the Bulls, 131 to 87. Ooh. What's crazy about that? The Nets were 30 of 81 shooting in the game. Fox and Monk were 32 of 51 shooting tonight. Wow. The Nets were 12 of 44 from three. Monk and Fox combined for eight of 16. That is <laughs> wild. What? 
And that's that's why I mean talk about enjoying the moment. That's why it what a fun game to witness for so many people tonight, right? If yeah. you if you kept that game on, like I, I was in my family chat, there's a few of us watching it, and it was just I mean, obviously, but it was just like the amount of times we we're just like, holy shit, holy yep. shit, oh my god, monk, monk, do you see what he just did? Um, yeah, really cool. So awesome. Do you have more to say? No. What? I was just going to say, too, with, with Buddha and just thinking anything about championship or anything in his mind going there. I, I like I, It's funny because it's like, well, if you really want to be realistic and not just be prisoner of the moment, you go, the Kings aren't going to be playing defense like that in a seven-game series. It's sustainably, right? Yeah. Like, there's in, – unless it somehow night and day became after All-Star yeah. break just – change into this elite defense but it just depends on matchups the sure, Kings exactly potentially if they make the playoffs depending on who they go up against exactly could get out of the first round but they're they're not contenders and that's okay like me saying that's not a shot they're not there yet everybody in your crew identifies as either big mac burger mcnuggets or mccrispy sandwich but you're the filet fish sandwich all day that crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This is part of the journey, man. I'm not even there saying that they could get out of the first round right now. Just And that's more going to experience and what their defense is, but... Let's go to Fox Believer plus Murray Supporter. My favorite name on here. What's up, man? Hello, hello. Good evening. Good evening. Good morning. It's uh, 1 o'clock in the oh. morning. My apologies. Good morning. <laughs> it's all good, man. What's up, dude? Uh, I was at the game. Oh, shit. Wow. How was mm -hmm. it? Um, One, my voice is gone. <laughs> oh. And Two, um, that was the greatest game I have ever been to in my life. I mean, Aww. it's one of the greatest NBA regular season games in history, probably. I mean, when you just think of the back and forth, the offensive output, the star power, it was pretty ridiculous tonight, you know, and you got to witness it in person. They were mm -hmm. like the beam chance again after the game at uh, crypto.com. Yeah, no, there was like the beam chance. Um, and a whole bunch of, um, it was crazy too, because I mean, it was just a back and forth game. Like you were, like you were saying, then like just the comeback that they had at the end of the fourth mm. quarter was crazy because, and was, that was when Monk hit that shot to tie the game in the fourth quarter. Correct. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Immediately as soon as that happened, like five Kings fans just started coming from behind me and, and just started celebrating with me. <laughs> that was like the craziest thing I have ever been a part of. It's and go ahead. Yeah. Go I was going to say, it seemed like, it seemed like a lot of fans, like even just when I was hearing from the television broadcast were, I mean, Clippers fans and everyone, anytime Monk was doing anything, it was, Oh, oh, like everyone was just no, so in awe. It was one of those games. Yeah, it just captured everyone's attention. Like even if you're a Clippers fan, you're going, 
I am seeing something crazy right, right. now. Mm-hmm. I mean, you just don't see games like this. Mm-mm. You know, these are... The game's been around for a long time. There was a stretch we saw crazy high scoring in the NBA, and we're starting to get back to that now in, like, the modern game. To see two teams score 170-plus points? like that. Like that. Dude. Yeah. Dude, I'm so glad you got to be there, man. I appreciate you checking in, too. Yeah, no problem. You guys have a good night. Yeah. Like the beam. My best friend is a Clippers fan. And he was stressing all night, too. He was sitting right next to me. <laughs> that is oh, I'm glad you got this one. Shout out to Chris Watkins here, by the way. He says, imagine if that game was on ESPN tonight. Mm. Yeah, they had... What was the game instead uh, that they had tonight? Oh, they Sun? had Suns and OKC, and SGA yes. didn't play. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I, I heard tonight from someone that the Kings are going to get another national TV game. But I'm going... Dude, this was this is a big opportunity they could have had tonight. One, the game's in L.A. You get the L.A. market. Westbrook's first game. And the Kings wake up. They've got two All-Stars, and they're a high-octane team. If that game was on ESPN tonight, monster ratings. And instead, they're playing, hey, it's OKC Phoenix. Yep. That's fun. Well, yeah. And, I mean, it's not like Kevin Durant's playing it. You right. know, and so it's that's just one of the things where – and maybe that's where they're afraid to flex that game because they're like, oh, just in case. But, I, yeah, I don't know. Morgan, I don't do this often. What? On night chats. It's been a while. But? It's tinkle time. Do you no have a, way. Do you have a song? Do you have a, I, yes, I just drank a beer, man. It, you can't hold it in? No. Wow, okay. Tinkle. Do you have a song? Go ahead. You, I, 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 so I sing a, a song about pee every time we're on the um, Daily Show. But, like, he can hear me. I don't want him to hear my song about pee. <laughs> it's for me and Christopher Laud. Um, oh, that's a good one, Kings. When I find myself in times of discomfort, the toilet is calling me, whispering... Words like tinkle, let it pee, let it pee, let it pee, let it pee, let it pee. So stupid. Oh, please make it. Oh, of course, Chad. Of course, it's your dumb ass saying, please make it stop. You shut your mouth, Chad. God oh, damn it. A couple things. A couple what? things. Real fast. Um, a couple things. Ew. What? Morgan, your ability just on the fly to come up with a song like that was really impressive. Next thing. Next yeah. thing I need to mention. Yeah. You, did you say something about Chad? Yeah, Chad's being a dick. Hey, Chad. You are a son of a... I... You... <laughs> you're coming here to ruin my mood. The Kings put up 170 points tonight. We're really nice. We're really inclusive, Chad. You are not invited right now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're going to meet Chad uh, at King's game, and I'm... I'm going to give you the dirtiest gonna, look to your face. I'm so mad at you. <laughs> when you go to one of our young fans, yeah. loyal Zach Kings fan. What's up, dude? Hello. Hey, what's up, man? Uh, 
it was kind of a crazy game today. I was, like, so scared. Like, I was going to start sobbing if they lost this game. I'm not even lying. You were gonna, you were so was Deuce. If they lost? Yeah, if they lost this game, I was going to cry. Yeah. <laughs> How did it feel tonight to see this win? It just felt great because, you know, like, being the third scene and being, like, this team is, like, different because, like, it's a back-to-back, right? You just, you beat a uh, the Trailblazers, and then you come here today and score 176 against a full, healthy, except for Zubox, Clippers team, who has Westbrook now and Plumlee, and Kawhi drops 40 to, 40-something points on you, and you still come out with the win. It's just, it's insane. Yeah, I wasn't very impressed with Plumlee in this game. I know late there was a, he had that dunk late where they closed out a little too hard on Westbrook, and that allowed Plumlee yeah. to go free. The help came over late, and he dunked it, but I didn't think he was very good tonight. So glad the Kings didn't go. Well, I'm just saying, we hyped him up in Sacramento like he was a second yeah. coming, and I'm like, hey, he well, kind of looked like a backup big, right? Yeah, you know? no, and that, yeah. that's no disrespect. He's not a double-double, but... No. Yeah. Um, what else did you like, man? Uh, the way that we played the defense in like the last, I think it was the fourth quarter or overtime where Fox got that steal and he shoe fell off. And then like we got King got that steal that got me so hyped. Cause I thought we were honestly going to lose when we were down and then we just got so many defensive stops and man. it's insane. Cause like when, when's the last time you talked about the Kings defense winning a game and not the offense? See that? Um, the shoe coming off for Fox. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's so, and it's so great. It's so great that, just like you said, that we're talking about the big defensive plays, um, all the steals, the effort on that end of the floor by the Kings that really rallied them through some of those tough times to get this win. Yeah, they really, like, wanted to win the game. All right, man. Well, I appreciate you staying up. You're probably not even supposed to be up this late. Oh, no, it's fine. Is it really fine? Like, would you get in trouble right now if your parents walked in? Uh, depends on how they are. Okay. Oh, yeah, nice, yeah, okay. nice. All yeah. right, man. All right, get get some sleep, all right? All right. Nice. Sleep, sleep, beams. sleep beams, man. Sleep beams. Sleep beams. <laughs> totally going to be our next shirt. I also noticed that we are just 11 away from 1,000 thumbs up. Let's get there. Thank you to Curtis for the super chat. Who says, uh, I'm stone plus blitz plus Kangs equals b-ball orgasm. <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> they got Morgan. That's so stupid. It's so great. It's a great one. Oh, man. Uh, what's up, Kess? Hi. It's, uh, it's like 3 a.m. where I am, so I'll kind of keep it short. Where, um, where are you? Um, I'm like by Chicago. I guess no disrespect, man, but like it's one o'clock here and we're all up late. So, you know what? You're not going to make me feel bad because you're up till three. <laughs> I've been in school, so I've been sleeping at normal hours. So this Ooh, is, this is tough, this is, uh, but you know what? Yeah. You just, I don't know, like this, you don't want to go to bed. Yeah. Right. You want to just talk Screw about what bed. we just witnessed a That's 176, a 175 win. The Kings played That's like so dogs gross. tonight. Uh, you know what? I know you have thoughts, Kes, but I but Deuce does no, too. I just have something to say. What? Mm-hmm. 
I was not confident at all going into this game. Oh, I know. And I'm not normally like that, but I just think the Clippers are, I'm like, that's a terrible matchup. Second, I have a back-to-back. They're a team that can switch on you. It's going to be challenging. Can the Kings play with an edge? Can they play physical? They did, man. They played fast. They controlled the pace. They got stops. They... Mike Brown's getting fired up. He got a technical tonight after that garbage to bonus call. Yep. They played yep. tough tonight. And that was, to me, the the team, obviously, we've watched these guys play all the time. So, we're like, we, we get hyped off their success. They took, yeah. a, they took a serious step tonight. Yeah, I think, I think everyone did. Um, everyone in general, like even the bench. And I'm kind of alluding to what I'm going to talk about. Um, it's uh i'm just i'm very proud in like metu individually because um especially when domas got fouled out like everyone was kind of doomer like man like we just lost domas <laughs> like Metu's gonna have to play the rest of the game but i mean he made mistakes but he made up for it like every every little yeah. thing and he was playing with effort like he got two steals tonight like he's never and really big those are big. Yeah. I mean, he's, and that's the thing, like, you, with role players, they're not going to be perfect, right? They're going to make mistakes. Sure. You just hope that they don't do it all the time. And Metu made a couple of mistakes tonight, but he also came up with some big plays. He did a good job of picking up where they left off, understanding, okay, this is what's at stake. This is the tone. I got to try matching it all. And I thought he did a good job of really just trying to step up, be there, and staying disciplined. Yeah, and and even on the boards too, like he got he was getting like boxed up by like Batum a little bit, but when we needed a board to keep the game alive, like he was there and he grabbed it. So it's just like we want this effort from Metu consistently, and not just like in overtime. But he he played really well today. Yeah, when it they needed him in a big way. Yeah. You know, I get nervous sometimes, especially late in the game. I'm like, all right, they're bringing in Metu. I got nervous late in the game when I see Harrison Barnes trying to check Kawhi Leonard, right? That's a tough yeah. matchup. So uh, the, the whole team responded in a significant way tonight. It's it's one of those wins. Dude, road wins are so sweet, especially against yeah. a good team and doing it in this fashion. Hopefully this could propel them. You know, I said this before the break, too, or – um. During the All-Star break, everyone's like kind of down. Hey, the Kings are six and seven in their last 13. They haven't been totally the same. And all these other teams got better at the deadline. And I think some people just assume that, oh, because they were playing like this before the deadline, that means they're going to keep playing like that after the All-Star yeah. break, not deadline, uh, All-Star break. Yeah, there we go. No, they- who says they can't get better? I know. Keegan's getting better. I know. We're seeing signs. Fox is playing the best he has ever played as a pro. Dude. And I think sometimes, too, you guys, really quick, it's just like when you see with your eyeballs, excuse my words, with my brain, um, you see teams making adjustments with trades, with moves, all these different things. You go, Okay, well, the Kings then are going to stay the same. And you're exactly right. Who's to say, like, why? Just because something isn't physically changing right in front of your eyes with a trade or a move or even the buyout market doesn't mean that these guys, something else didn't come over them where they could take the next step in their game as an individual or as a team. And that's what I feel like we're going to start seeing. 
not even like that though like i like i completely agree with everything you said but i think like the all-star break like and actually having all-stars in that in the game and everything like that motivated like fox to really like play up because like he finally got that validation he's been kind of wanting for years because we've all known he's been an all-star but the team just hasn't really been that good but we're seeing like what we saw in flashes previously like in years we're seeing that consistently over these past three games and that's like really really exciting to see yeah hey Cass, i appreciate you checking in with us tonight man no yeah thanks for having me thank, thank you there's kiss get some sleep man uh our buddy king's film room put this out and this yeah. is kind of crazy to look at uh some of the king's point totals on the season 176 tonight <laughs> which again 176 uh 153 140 139 they've scored 137 twice 136 135 134 twice 133 twice 132 and 130 twice that's absurd it's a lot i mean it's a different day and age of the nba but truly you look at these numbers against <laughs> some of the best players in the world i mean that are some of the best teams in the world, right? That can play defense and come together. And there's still at times that this Kings offense is unstoppable and it's just fun. And I feel like we have not seen that yet against a really talented defensive team. Like when they played Boston and um, I'm trying to think of some of the other matchups this year where it's problematic for them, where they just couldn't get in their rhythm because these teams are locked in defensively. They really had to work offensively. I think we saw it sometimes with Memphis this year. Yeah, I thought this they was did. a big test. It, it was. And I mean, I, we saw some of these like against Milwaukee. Yeah, they played well and they didn't pull out the win, but it was fun seeing them be able to play well. Right. Like that's like, oh, man, they're they're competitive. They can grow off this. I didn't expect the growth to happen so quickly to happen after the all-star break or you know even maybe yeah i'll say after the all-star break i it might be a little bit prisoner of the moment right now but i you do have to um recognize what you just witnessed let's check in with no oreo cookie oh that would suck to have not not have an oreo cookie here man okay <laughs> Morgan just no selling at this point of the hour because it's one thirty in the morning. I get it. Uh, cook, cookie man, are you there? <laughs> You've been waiting. No more Oreo cookie. All right, muted himself. Let's uh, while we wait. Are you there, Oreo? Still no. Okay. Uh, Mark David, are you there? Okay. Um, Mark David, are you there? I'm here. Can you hear me? Oh, yeah, I can, but you... I... I'm here. Can you hear me? you, you got to mute your computer, please. There you go. Do you mute your computer, Mark? Uh, yeah, it's now muted. Okay. There we go. Are... Uh, good. Okay, how are you? We're so good. You know what? What's up? You know what? Um, I'm listening like halfway around the world. Where are you at? Manila, Philippines. Shout out, Philippines. Hey. We know the Philippines yeah. loves basketball. Uh-huh. And I and I have a sister right there in Sacramento, so that's uh, why I'm a Kings fan. That's cool, oh, that's man. So cool. And, and you know what? You know what? I want to tell you guys, so you, you know, you, you go ahead and uh, uh, it's like a kudos to you doing this um, in the morning. So, like, that's like um, late night in there. 
um, when I drive, I tune into Juice and Mo. Oh, I appreciate well, thank you. that, man. Okay, YouTube, yeah. So that's so that's why I know I know um, Mo here wants to be a dog when she was seven, and uh, <laughs> you know I I know she sings. I know her mom is a is an author, and I know uh, Zeus here has this big chug of water uh, that he brings along. See, I I, I follow you guys you... quietly. I'm. Yeah. Well, Mark, you're locked in, man. That's so cool. Did, so, did do you by any chance watch the Kings, or do you just follow us and then we tell you about the Kings? You know, I I uh, I, I did watch the game over my league pass earlier, but sometimes I get confused if I'm still a Kings fan or if I'm your fan. You know, uh, I think I'm more of a fan of Juice and Mo rather than Kings. Hell so, yeah, let's go. All right. So, Anyway, so while I was watching the game earlier, I was playing my NBA 2K, where my Kings there is like what champions for like eight of the last ten years already. <laughs> uh, it's, you know, it, well, sixteen years of losing, right? So I, yeah. I, I, I had a coping mechanism. So sometimes when the Kings lose in past seasons, then I just get to play, and there they win. <laughs> so, so you know how it feels good that this time we're winning, but then yeah, I just I just wanted to share. Um, in the past, I play 2K, there they win. So it's my coping mechanism. It I love it. Yeah, you got to cope in whatever way you can, especially during the tough times. Uh, Mark, I appreciate your energy. I appreciate your love. Shout out to the Philippines, and uh, hopefully we talk to you again soon, man. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, see ya. Bye. Bye, Mark. Mark. Shout out to Mark David, dude. Dude, so sweet, too. <laughs> that was so nice. <laughs> My gosh. Much nicer than Chad, but what I will say, I saw a lot of people hating on Chad in the chat, and it made me feel bad, even if Chad is a dick. Okay, it's it's Chad. It's okay. He's you know? fine. He's okay. fine. He's tough. Okay. <laughs> Let's check in. <laughs> We're going to keep going. Why not? Are you good? You good on time? Here. CJ, what's up? What's up? Do some mo. Can y'all hear me? Yeah, what's up, CJ? What's C up, y'all? Hey, what's up, dude? Hey, so, can you guys hear me okay? Yes. CJ. All right. Yeah. All right, I'm going to just go ahead with my take anyway. <laughs> okay, Jesus Christ, I can't figure it out for my wife or what. But anyways, all right, so I have a take, and I don't know if it's, you know, that stretch of a narrative to say, but I honestly think that De'Aaron Fox is the best starting point guard in the league. In the league. Explain. Or not best starting point guard. I mean the best two-way starting point guard in the league. Okay. <laughs> That's what I meant to say. Okay. I mean... Why do you say that? Just because, honestly, five steals tonight. We've seen him in Kentucky. You know, he would pick up 94 feet. Um, and then he had a lot of potential his first year, but Mike Brown got him playing uh, really great defense. And these past couple games, we've really seen it. Versus, like, Kyrie Irving, you know, he showed up in a big way um, on that second game back. And even, you know, tonight going against Paul George, picked him at half court. Winning for late, you know, five steals is no joke, and you know, with the forty-five plus or forty-two, like he's a tough cover, and he's tough on both sides of the court. So, yeah, I, I, that's why I honestly think he's two best two-way point guard in the league. DJ, okay. appreciate it, man. 
Yeah, there is a weird delay with uh, Twitter spaces tonight, so I apologize. I don't know what's happening with that. So that's why it was a little awkward at first with CJ. Yeah, I mean, look, I think the biggest thing we talk about, if you're talking talking about, hey, he's the best two-way point guard in the league, you got to do it for longer, you know? I, that's I, that's I, what, I mean, no, I'm, I'm definitely <laughs> with you. And that's why when he says that, I'm like, I'm like, I couldn't debate a whole bunch of two-way point guards that I, right now in this moment, like I'd have to just use my brain and go look a little harder. Um, and it's become so positionless at times in this day and age of the NBA, you know, like who else would be considered a two-way point guard? And, and um, are you talking pure point guard? What are we defining as sure. this all? So yeah, no, I'm, I'm totally with you. You got to string more seasons together to be considered that man but i I like the positivity i appreciate it all well next up for the kings what's wild the next three games so now they continue this road trip with two games back to back against oklahoma city Mm -hmm. that starts on sunday it's sunday and tuesday right for those games yep sunday and tuesday and then friday night golden one center rematch with the clippers can you believe that clipper sandwich yeah, and hey, you get this. It was significant, too, because now this is was your second win against the Clippers, too. And by the way, they are behind you in the standings and update the standings tonight. Clippers dropped a fifth, and now Ooh. they are two and a half behind the Sacramento Kings. There you so go. That, it's a big swing. It was a swing oh. game. They could have been a half game back tonight. And that's why all these games, which is so fun about these games, going, they're all important. Every single one of them. So you're you're playing for something. Um, there's so many teams just clumped up in the Western Conference. I love it, dude. I I, I just we've seen a lot of games over the years, a lot of pain over the years mm-hmm. with the Kings. Tonight was special, and when you think about how fun this team has been this year, to see how it's coming together and to see the growth. In this spot, and even the, st- the stuff we played at the beginning with Fox and Sabonis, we're like, yeah, we don't give an F about anybody Fox else. and Monk. What'd I say? Fox and Sabonis. I'm tired. Fox and Monk. I'm like, I can't picture Sabonis being no, no, like, that yeah, would be, we that, don't give a fuck. Oh, God, could you imagine if Sabonis did I would that? love it. No, but that attitude, like, I think there's so many reasons why this team is clicking. It's obviously talent. Fox taking a step, Sabonis, them bringing out the best in each other, but... I think having Monk back with Fox is such a helpful thing for both of those guys. There's a comfort there. And you see on the floor, you see in the post-game press conferences, tonight, I'm going to remember that clip with De'Aaron Fox and Malik Monk for a long time. Same. That was a night where they felt like they arrived. And when you you have that type of confidence, and it's not cockiness. It's authentic, genuine confidence. It's a belief (laughs) in yourself that, yeah, we are putting in the work. We are getting better. And we just did something special tonight. And they did. And they did. I'm going to frame this box. I mean, Morgan, 176 points. You're, you're tired. Okay. You're, you're feeling a high off of that game. So, and, and as you should, and as everyone truly should, I mean, it, like we keep saying, Enjoy the ride, enjoy the come up, because yep. there's going to be a time where you're like, that's expected. It shouldn't have gone to double overtime. No, this shit's special right now. Enjoy it. 
We should mention a couple of more super chats tonight. Appreciate Curtis donating two bucks. Peyton dropping five. Defense is four teams who can't drop 146 points on the road. We don't need that weak shit. Hold this beam, L.A. <laughs> That's funny. Defense for teams who can't drop 176. Uh, JLM donated five bucks. Chad smirks at Sarah McLaughlin's sad dog commercials. You hey. evil MF. Okay. Uh, Big John donates five. Uh, can you all tell someone I'm the in the organization to sell us a coffee book with all the defensive player of the game and locker room picks for the year. That's a great idea. Dude, I would totally That's a great idea. have that as a coffee book, uh, coffee table book. Yeah. There we go. Uh, is it Tay or Ty Smith? Uh, what's the confidence level in a seven game series against the Clippers after seeing this? I'm still not, I'm not confident, nah, but man, just it's, being realistic. It's, it's different. It's, yeah. Playoffs are different. And they and have the experience. A ton of experience. Kawhi Leonard looked like the best player in the league tonight. Mm -hmm. Scary. Sc I don't want to see him in the playoffs. Man. What a ride it's been tonight. Number one, thank you, everyone, for being here tonight. Shout out to everyone who made it possible to, one, help us set a new night chat record with viewership thank you shout to getting to uh over a thousand thumbs up in the youtube chat wow yeah oh my gosh so it's like the kings had a historic night and we kind of had a historic night on night chat we made history tonight because of you so make sure thank you hit you that uh, subscribe button as well we'll be back live again sunday night let's go kings and oh KC, appreciate you guys being here tonight. We love you guys, but we got to go. You all have a wonderful rest of your night. Sleep beams, people. See ya. Deuce and mo, deuce and mo, deuce and mo. They tell you what they know. Deuce and mo, deuce and mo, deuce and mo. The podcast that you know. Deuce and mo. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. -ba -ba.